This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Squeaky Brakes Limited. Here at Squeaky Brakes Limited, we fix squeaky brakes and squeaky brakes just. Oil change? Take that shit to someone else. Brake squeaking? We've got you covered. Our two professionals will analyze the problem, pinpoint the squeak, and apply anti-squeak to de-squeak your wheels. Cars, bikes, tractors, if the wheels are a-squeaking, we are a-fixin'. What about a top-off on your wiper fluid? That's not a squeaky brake, stupid! Here at Squeaky Brakes Limited, we fix squeaky brakes and Squeaky Brakes Just, the only trusted brand in Squeaky Brakes. Jeff at Only Squeaky Brakes had an affair with my wife. Tires a little flat, not our problem. At Squeaky Brakes Limited, we fix Squeaky Brakes and Squeaky Brakes Just. Come on down today. Hello and thank you for cracking another Road Soda. 103 episodes of Road Soda down. Only two more to go. Wait, how many do we have? Holy shit. Uh, sorry, this just in. We have, we don't know how many more there is to go. I guess a lot. On this episode, we have just me, guys. It's just Isaiah Cooper on this episode. And so what we're going to do is going to just be a little bump. If you notice the length of this episode today is probably about 30, something where, uh, something about 40 minutes maybe. We're just gonna do a little bump episode. It's gonna be a little fun episode. We're just gonna do the news for the most part. <coughs> Excuse me, because that's my favorite segment. I always have the most fun with the news. I also like the Millennial Book Club segment, which we're saving, because if you remember this Millennial Book Club segment, if you will, Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, guys. I should do a retake, but I don't do second takes. Anyway, uh, this Millennial Book Club was uh, is is or was supposed to be Enter the Anime, which uh, I started watching, and I am really fucking excited to talk about it. But we can't. I I, I don't want to just talk about it. I could easily sit here and rant to you about it, but I think it would be more fun for everybody to actually have a conversation about it. So. Uh, this episode is just going to be a quick little news thing. I just did some news. Think of it as your weekend update, like SNL. You know, we're going to have a just a, just some some quick little news stories, just to give you that taste of road soda that you you're fucking fiending for every Monday. Give you a little little taste of it. But then um, we'll come back next week with a with you know, everything that you're looking for, and we'll talk about Enter the Anime. But right now. How about another word from our sponsors? This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by PopFlix. PopFlix, the all-new video streaming service from PopCo. Find out what everyone is talking about and stream award-winning PopFlix original content now. Like My Old Bird's Box, BoJack Horsecock, and everyone's favorite, Doing Strange Things. 
There are hundreds of shows and movies to choose from over at PopFlix. We even have the classics like Wet Hot Chinese Winter, Forrest Blumpkin, and the award-winning Schindler's Day Off, starring Stephen McConaughey and Willie Haroldson. PopFlix starts at $23.99 a month, and that's almost twice as much as Netflix. That's how you know it's better. PopFlix, a Popco brand. Guys, if you if you want to ever write into the show, you can write in to roadsodamail at gmail.com. Any thoughts, questions, concerns? Do you have any concerns about our health, maybe, how, we, how we're feeling? If you want to just say hi, you can do that, roadsodamail at gmail.com. And also, if you do write in to us, send us your mailing address because we'd love to send you an, a, a free listener appreciation postcard because that's the kind of people we are. Usually people make you sign up for something on Patreon to send you. We don't even have a Patreon. Literally, we we have no way for you to give us money. It's like we're making. It's like we're trying to put as many steps between you giving us money as possible. Yeah, we don't even have a Patreon, guys. We're just fucking doing this thing. We're just doing a. We want to send you a postcard because I think that would be fun. It would be fun just to make you guys a part of everything and to let you know that we care and we love to. Uh, we love making this and and having you guys listen. It's a it's a wonderful thing. We have a lot of stuff, a lot of interesting things in the pipeline, in the road soda pipeline. You know, the old road soda tunnel coming on down the pipeline. A lot of really interesting interviews coming down that I'm pretty excited about. Um, yeah, some some people from Vine and some other things. I'm hoping they work out. I've started to reach out and ask them to get on. And I, you know, I think at this point. Or pretty much anybody that that we want to interview, um, except for Tom, Tom Holland, that motherfucker never showed up. We're gonna get their interviews, and and I'm very excited uh, about this. But guys, uh, like, bef- yeah, like before we go on, of course we have listener mail, mail. Of- and this this simply says offended. This is from Grant Pettit. Of course, our, our our very loyal and head of the Road Soda fan club, if you will, along with uh, the he, he, there, we have a couple different leaders of the fan club. It's Jeff and Nelly and and Grant Pettit. So Jeff and Nelly and Grant Pettit are definitely the number one listeners. And then we have Pick and Flick out there. If he's still listening, he's great. We all of our listeners are basically parts of the show. You can be a part of this show. You can be a fixture on this show if you want to. The only thing from keeping you off this show is you all you have to do is write and if you wanted to write your manifesto and send it to us we'll read it on the air we'll do anything anyway this says you humans also that's what it says uh the subject line was offended so i guess we offended uh grand petty you humans where does he get off what gives him the right to even use that word my human culture is not monolithic pat I can't believe these generalizations. Well, I mean, either. <laughs> but, you know, we got to understand that it's coming from Patrick. <laughs> and Patrick is, uh, he's definitely got Asperger's. There's no way around that. He is, uh, definitely has, I guess it's a type, Asperger's is te- technically a type of autism, I guess. But uh, he is an interesting fella. And um, I'm not going to keep him from calling us humans. He just feels like he's not a human, I guess. So he calls people... I guess he's like a dog. And and that's why he thinks... That's why he calls us humans. I don't know. Anyway, he said, Greg would never, never disrespect 
anthro community this way. I expect apologies on all your social media. Good luck with your podcast listenership when all of us humans unsubscribe. Also, I was amazed to learn uh, the Walmart Gold Rush connection. Also, I don't know. I got to I gotta tell you the Walmart. So I think the Walmart Gold Rush connection was more of just a an analogy. I um, If I remember correctly, I think I said it was kind of like the people that made the most money in the gold rush, during the gold rush in the 1800s, were not the people, not the prospectors. They were not the people running out and trying to get gold. And it never is in those situations. Um, It was the people selling shovels. And I said like Walmart and shit. And when it wasn't actually Walmart. In fact, I believe the Walmart wasn't around. Walmart wasn't around to the 50s or anything of the sort. But I was just saying, like Walmart, it was basically just general goods stores. And that's why I said, like Walmart. So I don't want you, uh, I don't want you to, to say that to somebody who really knows their stuff. And then you go, yeah, I, he- I heard it on a podcast. And I'm like, what fucking podcast did you hear that on? And I don't want you to, I don't want to be responsible for your, uh, if, if I don't, I don't want you to be embarrassed because of something stupid we said, that's not what we want. We want everything we say to to be um, a factual. This is factual infotainment, I guess. What they some people would call it. Anyway, uh, thank you for writing in, Grant. You know, we we should be sending you a postcard every single week, every single week, because uh, you're consistently writing in, and and you've got your postcards and you've sent them in, guys. Please, if you want to send your postcards, you can also like and subscribe wherever you're listening to the podcast. I know we're on a bunch of different places, Spotify, Google Play, uh, obviously we're on uh, Apple Podcasts. And when you do, also write us and, and leave a review. It helps. It puts us it, pr- it puts us up further on the thing and um, helps other people discover road soda, the thing that's keeping them going on a, uh, excuse me, on a Monday morning. It's a road. That was a road soda burp for you guys right there. This episode of Road Soda is brought to you by Mind Over Water. Energy, vitality, relaxation, invigoration. Mind Over Water. Mind Over Water offers everything you can possibly want. Will it hydrate? Yes. Does it taste good? And will it make me feel good? Yes. Yes. Will it make me full and content? Yes. And also happy. Mind Over Water is the only bottled water that will do everything you can think of. Full amino profile, high protein, high gluten, vegan, gluten free, beef, chicken or fish, dairy filled, and lactose free? Sure, just for you. If you think it, you can drink it. Mind Over Water, a Popco brand. Here's the news, it never fails. It makes me wanna wag my mail. When it news I something fail. I don't know. This is the news, guys. This is the news. It's uh, just about the only. <clears throat> Excuse me. You like that? You imagine me blowing this wonderful burp in your face. That's what my mother always used to be used to do to me. Still does to me at the the dinner table. Anyway, this is the news segment, guys. And like I said, this is just gonna be a quick little weekend update, if you will. 
well, I'm just going to give you some news, oh, all that kind of stuff. Let's jump right into it. First of all, this come to us from Futurism. We get a lot of our news articles from Futurism. Google's hate speech detecting AI is biased against black people. Huh. Yeah, that's kind of interesting. Artificial intelligence algorithm. Artificial This is a this is when you guys find out that this whole entire podcast is just some kind of amalgamated or algorithmed uh, uh, artificial intelligence and it just fried. Uh, 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 uh. Uh, artificial intelligence algorithms meant to detect and moderate hate speech, including the perspective algorithm built by Google, has oh sorry have built in biases against black people. Interesting. How do you think that happens? Because typically, when they uh, have an AI, they what they do is they just inundate the algorithm with a bunch of inputs, so uh, they would like read thousands and thousands or millions, if possible, tweets in order to give it, um, you know, some kind of, I don't want to say personality, but some kind of basis, I guess. Uh, this is all speaking from a very layman point of view on how this kind of thing works. I have no, uh, you know, I, I have no, first of all, what's the difference between a logarithm and an algorithm? Yeah, I'm sitting here in front of a computer. I'm not going to look it up, but uh, everyone talks about algorithms. What about all the logarithms? Ah, I'm going to, next time I'm at a dinner party, I'm going to tell people I'm more into logarithms than I'm a more of a logarithm kind of guy. <laughs> I don't know what the fuck the difference is, but this is, that's my very stupid point of view. That's my point of view of somebody who has no idea uh, or, or my idea, I guess my perspective. What the fuck am I talking about? Anyway, uh, scientists from the U University of Washington found alarming anti-black bias in the A. Maybe this is just when they find out that racism is, is like, I don't know, built into, built into robots too. How are we going to do this? How are we going to deal with this? Let's figure this out. Let's keep reading. Tools that are supposed to protect marginalized communities from online abuse, according to na uh, new scientists. Oh my God, I'm sorry. I keep burping. I've eaten a lot of trail mix lately and it's making me burp. <sighs> uh, yeah, from online abuse, according to new scientists, demonstrating how well-intentioned attempt to make the internet safer could discriminate against already marginalized communities. Interesting. That can, that is, you're right, that is the implication of what you're talking about. Uh, you're right. So let's let's get to what, how the fuck did this happen? Okay. The scientist examined how humans had annotated a database of over 100,000 tweets that had been used to train anti-hate speech algorithms. Okay, so just like I had said, they used 100,000 tweets, or over, it could have been 100,001 for all we know. Um... And they used that to train the anti-hate speech algorithm. Uh, but I guess humans annotated these tweets. According to yet unpublished research, uh, sorry, they found that the people responsible for labeling whether, a, whether or not a tweet was toxic tended to flag tweets written in African-American vernacular English, AAVE, which is... 
apparently a real thing. So A-A-V-E for anyone who ever sees that anyway or wants to sound smart at a dinner party, uh, that stands for African-American Vernacular English. As offensive, a bias that then propagated down into the algorithms themselves. So the racism was so deep within the white people that were uh, building the AI, it, it percolated, if you will, down into the AI itself because they were so unknowingly and ignorantly racist that it then permeated into the fucking thing that they were trying to make not racist. Like that's how that's how innately racist these white people are. So basically what it's saying is that they all they did was they took they would see a uh, uh, they would see a tweet and and simply because it was written in like, "Yo man, what's up with bees and shit?" Like it was written in verna- in in A A V E. They were like racist. <laughs> that's they they would say that it was that was toxic. Just because a guy was like, "Yo, man, what the fuck, be Burger Kingin? Uh, I, I got the chicken mix sandwich. What the fuck, right?" Somebody tweeted that, and these white people are like, "That's toxic, toxic." Every time they see a tweet that was just written in in that, and because they 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 did that to like hundreds and thousands of tweets that they then fed to this AI, the AI. Anytime anything was written in AAVE. It thought it, it, it considered it toxic and racist, and then so basically anything a black person said uh, was then not, uh, considered toxic. So these people, the sometimes, so these people were literally trying to create an algorithm that would help uh, not do that, and that's exactly what they ended up doing. So. Lizard Lift is the Uber of lot lizards. Easily find and match with truck stop ladies in your immediate area. Lizard Lift takes the guesswork out of the hunt. Stop accidentally soliciting Blimpy's employees on their smoke break. I've been a truck driver 27 years, and I still can't always tell an Arby's waitress from a truck stop whore. When I roll into an Oklahoma City pilot station, 3 in the morning, last thing I want is a large Mountain Dew thrown at me. And now, you can test your skills with the new in-app game. Lizard Wizard. Lizards are always slithering and on the move. Catch them all to collect points and rewards. And you'll feel safe knowing all you'll catch is a good time. All lot lizards are rated and inspected with fixed fares and complete coverage from Pimpsurance. Everyone wins with Lizard Lift. Brilliant. Let's keep moving on with sometimes the good you do does you no good. That's a lesson. There, There's the lesson there. Bam! Again! Bam Margeria, you're in the news again. What the fuck? Bam Margeria, Bam Margeria. Huh, maybe that, it's, I think it's, when you say Bam Margeria, I think that's redundant because I'm pretty sure his name starts with B and his middle name is A and his last name being Margera. So it's just Bam. So you don't, if you say Bam Margera, I, if I'm not mistaken, I believe that is redundant. You should just Bam. All you gotta do is just Bam. Maybe he just didn't have the echelon or the money to kind of just make his name bam, like Prince or Cher. I don't know. Video shows bizarre arrest after bailing on rehab. So uh, last week we spoke briefly about how Bam Margera started freaking out on social media and I guess was supposed to go hang out with Dr. Phil or Dr. Phil's called him up and was like, Bam, 
you really got to, you know, what are you doing to yourself, Bam? You look at yourself, Bam. Do you see what you're doing to your family? And uh, I guess it didn't work. Bam Margera is behind bars after getting into it with the patrons in the bar of a Hollywood hotel. And this video of his arrest is bizarre and frankly kind of sad. When you consider he's supposed to be in rehab right now. I love that. That's everything I'm seeing about this. Everyone's like, it's just sad. Like, that's just sad. But it's almost like, I feel like when, when somebody says that's just sad, it's almost like a put down. It's like you, you're not trying to help that person when you're like, that's just, you're just sad. You make me sad. Like, how's that fucking helping? You're just, it's kind of sad. Like, it. you're right. It is sad. It's like passive aggressively saying that it's what he's doing is, is is shitty, but instead by saying it makes you sad it doesn't fucking make really make you sad. Does it make you sad? Yeah, it is sad, but I don't know. There's something about the the terminology, the 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 uh, the vocabulary, if you will, the verbiage of saying that it just makes me sad. Unless it's like obviously, if it's for something that is legitimately you know, uh, like some kind of attack or, or some kind of, uh, shooting or something. When you say that makes me sad, I mean, that's, that's in different context, but when somebody's life is spinning down the drain, you're like, you just make it's, you're, it, it's just kind of sad. Like that's, it's different. I don't know. Uh, when you consider he's supposed to be in rehab, Bam was booked at 2:30 AM Wednesday by LAPD cops. Tell us that we Tell us they were called to the Lux Hotel on Sunset after a hostile staffer placed him under citizen's arrest. Bam refused to leave the premises after taking trash to, to sorry talking trash to hotel patrons. So I guess he was talking shit and they put him under citizen's arrest. He also got a a, a tattoo on his neck of Dr. Phil, and he just tweeted that out too long ago. Let's see what ha what's happening with Do what is happening with Bam Margera. I think what we're gonna see uh, next week, we're gonna see another report of Bam Margera, and, and then we're just gonna or sorry, Bam, Bam, we're gonna see another report next week, and just see uh, what's going on. Bill Clinton dress. Epstein had bizarre painting of Bill Clinton in a dress, heels, in townhouse. Interesting, huh? This is actually pretty big. I saw this one. Uh, it was August 14th, which, so this was like a few days after the, our podcast, the last episode came out. Um, but apparently, you know, cause Bill Epstein was suicided in, in, in his, um, I like to say suicided because it's, yes, his death was suicide, but you know, it, I think both is, it's super plausible that he was suicided as in somebody killed him to made it look like a suicide because he was about to like out a boatload of people, but also he totally could have just committed suicide because he realized that the rest of his life from this point on was going to be dog shit. I mean, that is they're both super plausible. It, you can't do an Occam's razor like which one ever, whichever one is the most probable or the most probable is the right one because they're both equally as probable. Either way, he's dead now. Uh, but they went into his house and he's got this painting in his house of Bill Clinton in in a blue dress and um, it's called Parsing's Bi Parsing Bill. I read more about this on a different article. Sorry, now I'm eating. I shouldn't be eating on a podcast. Wow. I'm like eating raisins and shit. Um, sorry. And I'm the only one so I can't like eat while someone else is talking. 
This doesn't make any fucking sense. Uh, Jeffrey Epstein had an oil painting of Bill Clinton in a blue dress lounging on a chair in the Oval Office, hanging in the uh, Manhattan townhouse, according to law enforcement sources. It was hanging up there prominently. As soon as you walked in, in a room to the right, a source told the Post, everybody who saw it laughed and smirked. But the bizarre home decor didn't stop there. Epstein, 66, also kept a mannequin hanging from the ceiling, dressed up in a wedding gown, the source said, noting he how the doll was situated above a staircase. A woman who visited Epstein's $56 million home, it's a swanky home, and it's a townhouse too, so it's like smushed between other homes, and there's... There's probably zero property. It's all pavement all around. And it's in the middle of uh, one of the most dense cities in the world. And still you're paying $56 million to live in shit. I'm not trying to like downplay it because I don't have it. But because I totally would. But it just shows how much. It's not like he had $56 million and he spent $56 million. You have to have so much more than $56 million to feel comfortable buying a $56 million fucking townhouse in Manhattan because it's fucking Manhattan. Who the fuck in their right mind? It's not like he spent all that money and then they'll scrape and buy. He had money after the 56 mil just to fucking... uh, It's probably not his own only house either. Jesus Christ. Just reminds me how absolutely poor I am. A woman who visited Epstein's $56 million home confirmed the existence of the community. The painting did exist. It exists. It is there. But didn't mention the mannequin. I didn't see any mannequin. (laughs) She was able to snap a picture of the painting, which was posted online Wednesday. In it, the former president can be seen lounging in a chair pointing toward the viewer. While wearing red heels, blah, 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 a piece dubbed Parsing Bill was painted and sold in New York by a based artist named... Patrina Ryan Clade. It's just a local artist. I think they did a series of two paintings. Another one was of George W. Bush. And there was like two Jenga things. Falling on the ground. Huh. Autopsy finds Jeffrey Epstein had several broken neck bones. Well, yeah, if he got... If he was hanged. If he hanged himself. I guess there's going to be some broken neck bones. Unless somebody like broke his neck and then... Weird shit, man. That was just a little side. It was a related video at the very bottom. Anyway, the whole thing... Look, I'm so naive to what what is going on here. This is as little as I know, and this is from trying to dodge real news. Like, the only kind of news I care about is the kind of stuff that I present to you, to you guys. Like, this really out there kind of shit. Stuff that's really maybe local news. Like, I try to pick it up from a local news source. But, um, but really, like, this guy... I don't know what the, I really don't know. I think he had like a, a, a sex ring, I guess, maybe like some kind of prostitution ring of underage people, maybe. Uh, I don't know. I think that's that's as much as I heard because I don't watch real news. I don't watch any kind of news on the TV and, and I don't read real kind of news. The kind of news I, reeled, I, I typically read is... How do you lose one shoe? We're gonna be late! Let's go! Get your shoes! I'm a prisoner in my own goddamn home! Does this happen to you? Late again for Kids Eat Free Tuesdays at Bob Evans? Because your ungrateful kids can't find their goddamn shoes? Well, not anymore! With the all-new Kids Shoes. We adhere shoes directly to the soles of your kids' feet. Permanently! 
Your shitty kid will never make you late again. Kid shoes are made from real wrought iron, so you don't have to worry about them wearing down over time. We know the worst part of owning kids is the constant growing. That's why once a month, one of our shoe techs will come to your house and refit your dirty, stupid kids with a new pair of kid shoes. Starting at one year and up, Kid Shoes, a Popco brand. South Dakota woman thought she had kidney stones, but gave birth to triplets. That's the kind of shit I listen, I read. Uh, where do I even start? First of all, if you don't know, which I'm sure you do know by this point in your in your life, there is a show that exists in the world that is called I Didn't Know I Was Pregnant. It's either on TLC or AMC or, or uh, sorry, um, not a AMC. Let's see, TLC, what's the other one? Like Bravo or something that does all those weird shows? I didn't know I was pregnant. What chase? I guarantee it's a TLC show. I didn't know. Yes. I didn't know I was pregnant till labor. It, it, yeah, it is, it is a TLC show. TLC, the learning channel, has got to be the... Is it Irony? The most ironic name of any station out there in the fucking world. It's it's like the History Channel if they just did breaking news, or um, it's like the it's like Comedy Central just playing like Hamlet over and over again, or it's like T it's it's TLC just the Learning Channel just showing I didn't know I was pregnant. That's what it is. <laughs> it, it is fucking absolutely insane. First of all, this lady has got to be runner-up for the... As a man, speaking with male genitalia, whether that makes me a man or not in today's climate, I don't know. I identify as a man, but what even is a man? My pronoun... I say my pronoun is man. I am man. Uh, but I, So I don't know the first thing about the functionality of the vagina or the vagina equipment, the Javina equipment, if you will. You know, I don't, I don't understand the woes of, of the monthly cycle. And I sure as shit will never know what it's like to be pregnant. But I can't fathom how you don't know that you've got a, a living creature that's like six to seven pounds inside of you living and, and feeding off you. How do you, and not, never mind three of them. Well, she went to there, she, okay, I, oh my God. I, I'm like, I, there's so much whining to come out. It's all getting blocked. I wish I had two mouths. It'd make this easier. Danette and Austin Gilts. Gilts. Danette Gilts. What the fuck? In South Dakota. Sturgis, South Dakota. It's the most interesting to ha thing to happen in South Dakota since the fucking state was made. Jesus Christ. Have been together for 12 years. And after having two kids, they thought they were on the same page about the story of their family. Yeah? What, what page was that? Fucking... I got nothing. I don't know. I was going to say something about a crazy book. I don't know. However, within the course of four minutes, their lives were forever rewritten. Four minutes. A four-minute pregnancy. I guess, honestly, if you want to go through a pregnancy, 
It'd be better for it to be four minutes than nine minutes than nine months. Just four minutes. <laughs> One time I saw a shooting star and I wished for a baby brother. And I wished for like two sisters for my little sister. Because she always wanted a little sister. I knew this day was always going to come, said Ronnie Giltz, the couple's son. So it's Ronnie's fault. It's Ronnie Giltz's fault. He, if he didn't wish on that fucking star, these kidney stones would have be, been passed and not babies. When his mom, Danette Giltz, was rushed to the hospital, she thought she had kidney stones. She tells KOTA. I started getting pains. I figured it was kidney stones because I went through them before. That's how she... I, clearly, the person who wrote this article is just typing what she said. <laughs> I started getting pains. I figured it was kidney stones because I went through them before. <laughs> so basically what she's saying is the kidney stones is equivocal to having triplets inside of you. Let me ask you this. What kind of fucked up, like, indigestion shit do you live with day to day, Miss Giltz, that you are not thrown off by three living beings being inside of you? Like, what kind of bubble gut? Like, babies move. Like, they fucking move and they roll what kind of shit are you living with just every day outside of the nine months that you were pregnant where that was normal to you? Like, what kind of horrible garbage, what kind of horrible South Dakota garbage are you shoving down your gullet every fucking day that makes your stomach act as if there were three triplets living in it so that when there actually was three triplets living in it, you didn't fucking know? I just... I... I... Oh my god. The more I talk about it, like, you didn't have your period for nine months. You didn't buy tampons for nine months and never once were you like, Honey, I think I might, like, nine months and you didn't once have to slap a fucking pad in your panties because there was no blood coming out. That wasn't weird to you? How, how long did you live? What does it say your age in here? It doesn't say her age. I'm sure she's like in her 30s or 40s, but 40 years you've been alive, and the only time, the only time in those 40 years that you were alive where you didn't have your period for nine months was the two times you were pregnant. So this time that you didn't have a period for nine months, and your conclusion was fucking kidney stones. Oh my god. The the only the only answer the only answer I have for this is cheating women. That is it. That is the only is is women playing stupid and the husband being stupid enough to 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 be convinced that she didn't know she was pregnant. She fucking knew she was pregnant. She fucked someone else. Test those kids. How about that? Test those kids. She had sex with someone else. And when she comes to you and she goes, I'm pregnant, you're going to go, well, we didn't have sex. Dude, you're so stupid already. Instead, she's she's going to go, I didn't know I was pregnant. And then after nine months, she can say, yeah, we had sex one time nine months ago. Don't you remember? She can convince you of that. 
right? I, I just ah, uh, is that the is that is that the only the only plausible explanation for somebody not having any idea that there is three fucking babies living inside? So you do have an idea, and you you, you cheated on your husband, you got pregnant, and so you just didn't tell him for nine months, and then you went to the hospital. And you said, "I didn't know I was pregnant. It must have been the time we had sex nine months ago." He said, "I don't remember, but we totally did. Don't worry, we had sex." And he's like, "Okay, I guess we did. I got babies now, right?" Is that is that the only way? I think it's the only way because otherwise you fucking know. Especially if you've done it twice before. It's not even the first time she's had she's been through two pregnancies and this time had three babies in there. It was kidney stones. <laughs> Jesus fucking I don't even want to read the rest of the rest of the article. I don't know. I started getting pains. Let, let me just... Okay. But Danette Giltz was actually going into labor and doctors told her to expect twins. My husband, Austin, was in the rocking chair trying to think of names when the medical staff asked for another blanket. His reaction is like, excuse me, put it back. No, I was told I have twins. I'm not doing triplets. She's like, no, there's three babies in there. There's triplets, Danette Gilt says. Okay, arguably the most confusing quote. You're quoting someone who's quoting two different people in there. I don't even think there is a way to properly punctuate that. Like, I don't think anyone would ever thought, when making all the punctuation, they never thought once that there would be somebody... Who would ever write a sentence where you're quoting someone else who's quoting someone? And then, like, I don't know. And it's all... Uh. Once we left the hospital... And they also, they named their kids. They named their triplets. Ready? Blaze, Gypsy, and Nikki. <laughs> I think Nikki got gypped. They blazed right over the name for Nikki, and, and she got gypped. <laughs> All right, that was stupid. That was a pull. I don't. I, I'm sorry, guys. All my brain power is like I'm just trying to wrap my mind around. You don't ever see triplets being conceived naturally, let alone going 34 weeks without knowing. So everyone's like, I can't believe it. No shit, no one can believe it. Well, still in we're still in shock. Trust me, you're not in shock, Danette. You knew you were fucking pregnant. You knew you were fucking pregnant. Oh my god, I can't. I can't believe it. I mean, I can't believe it. Florida man jailed for threatening neighbors with nunchucks and bug spray. He's trying to save him from Zika. He's the Zika fighter. He just cares about his neighbors. He's trying to get bug spray for his neighbors. He don't want to get. A he doesn't want him to get malaria. And he's very adamant. He's like, put your bug spray on. <laughs> Daytona Beach, Florida. Police say they arrested a Florida man who's accused of threatening his neighbors with nunchucks and bug spray before cutting his own head open. Whoa. When he accidentally hit himself with the weapon. Is this a is this real? Is this a movie? <laughs> Daytona Beach Police Spokesman Masad. How do I get that job? I just want to be a police spokesman. 
Can I just be the police spokesman where I just speak for the police? They give me something. Here, go read this. And then I go out and um, and I just got to tell them, uh, today a man uh, was threatening his neighbors with bug spray and nunchucks. He hit his... Uh, he hit himself in his own head. Uh, we showed up. We arrested him. Thank you and good night. How do I get that job? <laughs> I want that one. Massad uh, spokesman, or the Daytona Beach spokesman, Masoud Bendayan said, that's his name? Masoud Bendayan? Maybe I'll just look him up on Twitter and um, tweet out to him. Hey, how do I become a police spokesman? Sounds like a really easy job. Says 61-year-old Larry Adams... And, and also, hey, Masad, maybe you shouldn't have an easier name like Larry. Take a page out of the Bug Spray Nunchuck Guy's book and get an easier fucking name to say. Jesus Christ. Mesode. Mesode. Bendayan. Huh. Larry Adams. Now, that's a name I can say. <laughs> Complained about his neighbor's loud music coming from a car in the parking lot of the Daytona apartment complex. Police says Adams spray four of his neighbors with roach spray. Now, when they say bug spray, look, they gotta fucking... They gotta fucking use the right word. When you say bug spray, I'm thinking out there with, like, cutter, you know? Like, don't go out in the woods. You're gonna get, you're gonna get mosquito bites. But this guy ran out with raid. He's got raid. He's got roach killer. That's not bugs... They're using the wrong bug spray. Say roach killer. Raid. They can't use raid because I think it's like a. It's like Kleenex, you know. You can't. That's a trademark name. But you can, don't say bug spray, because I'm thinking I'm going out in the woods. But he's like, I'm out there kill a pest problem. That, that's what he. <laughs> these pesky kids. Police said Adams. Sprayed him with roach spray and swung his nunchucks in a threatening manner and hit himself. Adams is charged with aggravated assault and battery with a deadly we- a deadly weapon to who? Fucking Larry? Clearly the guy didn't know how to fucking use. He bashed himself in his head. You get- Look, that's enough. If you, It's not a deadly weapon if you're smacking yourself in the face with it. Assault with a deadly weapon. That's overkill. You're giving him... I mean, unless they're doing it just to make him feel like he's got... S- some kind of prowess, but to think for a minute that this guy's deadly with a pair of nunchucks, for just think for one second that this man was deadly. I just pulled out a handful of. I, I just pulled out a handful of trail mix again because I'm a, I'm addicted, and I'm looking at at my trail mix here, and I have perfectly exactly one of everything that is in the trail mix, just one of everything. I got a peanut, a cashew. I got a raisin, an almond, and an M&M. It's, it's, that's everything that's in there, and I pulled out exactly one of everything. That's, that's a way to end the news, guys. That was it, guys. How crazy is that? That, like, before you even know it, you just kind of blinked, and it, and it was done. It was easy. It was so quick. It's probably, arguably, one of, if not the shortest episodes. Definitely the shortest episode since we've been road soda. That's for sure. But it's one of the shortest episodes in the podcast's history, and one of very few where I soloed. 
the beginning, I used to only do solo. I used to sit down in front of the mic and tell you guys stories of yore and yonder. Stories of, you know, uh, being out on the trail, meeting people, something about a tiki. <laughs> I don't know, those episodes are way back in our past, and they're always going to be a part of this podcast and you'll always be able to go back and listen to them if you really want to is the podcast was called something different the whole thing was different we just i just knew that uh, there needed to be something recorded for sure so if you go back in the past you can wait like episode one two three uh very interesting episodes much different than what we've got going on now thank you guys so much for listening to this episode if you want to write in uh you still you got a whole nother week now to to watch enter the anime which is a an uh, it's a documentary on netflix again it's for the millennial book club segment which is a segment where we only watch netflix originals it's in the middle of every episode where we give you a we give you a show like enter the anime you go and you watch it and then you come back next week, and we all discuss it. And if you want to be a part of that discussion, it's very simple. You write into the show, tell us what you thought, and we read it on the segment. It's very, it's it's a great segment. Um, so yeah, if you would uh, watch Enter the Anime and write into RoadSodaMail at gmail.com and tell us what you think. And when you do, if you if if you do. We have these Millennial Book Club postcards. They're specific postcards for people that write in about the Millennial Book Club. You're gonna get a little postcards. Go ahead and give us your mailing address, and we'll send you. We'll send you that. That'd be awesome. So, guys, thank you so much for cracking an episode. It's almost like 102 and a half. It's like, can we call it 103? No, but you know what? We are gonna call it 103, and we're gonna come back next week. And we're gonna have. Uh, our Millennial Book Club segment, and we're going to have some fun stuff for you, as we always do, guys. Of course, remember, if you're listening to this right now and it's later in the evening and you're thinking, hey, I can listen to one more show, listen to one more podcast, do whatever, read read another page, don't do it. Turn it off, close the book, do whatever the fuck you're doing. Just go to bed. Go to bed early, guys. It will change your fucking life. Just try it for three days in a row. Go to bed and get eight to nine hours sleep. I know they say seven to eight, six, seven, eight. No, no, no. Eight to nine. If you can get nine hours of fucking sleep three days in a row, you are going to notice an insane change in your life. It will change your fucking life. 